<laughs> Hello everybody. So this is going to be a fun video because I got to address the myth of liberation. And that's a hard pill for some of you to swallow. Is the, it's the idea that liberation's a myth. I mean, my God, what are we doing here, right? We're in search of liberation, our precious liberation. But it's a myth. You know, it's a sweet myth. It's a it, I wouldn't say it's an entirely harmless myth, myth, but overall it's a harmless myth. Um, and it's a myth that we pass on from each other. And, you know, when I say, hey, there's something called liberation, you say, really? And, and, and I say, oh, yeah, yeah, something called liberation. You know, we liberate you from bondage. And then somebody else comes up and you say, hey, have you heard that there's something called liberation? And he said, well, I don't believe in that. And he said, well, just ask him. <laughs> you see how that goes? We just pass it along and it just it becomes, it becomes a truism to us, even if it's not true. And it can't be true. It's not true. It's not, be, not true. There's no liberation because there's no bondage. This idea of, of bondage is what I, as a spiritual teacher, actually help to liberate people from. When people schedule awakening sessions with me, they think, oh man, I can't wait. That guy is going to wake this character up. <laughs> Good luck with that. The What I'm going to actually do is I help wake people up from the idea that they're in bondage. I help wake them up from the idea that there is such a thing as bondage. I help wake them up first from that most critical thing, which is what I'm trying to do with you right now, which is I help liberate them from the idea that they're a body. I help liberate them from the idea that they are limited to be in this, that they are restricted to be in one of these. It is absolutely ridiculous. It really is. And once it's seen, it seemed to be just ridiculous, but I, I get it. I was there for a very long time, 24 years, and you can't see it until you can. But once you can see it, man, it's just like, how did I miss this? So what I want to do is just tell you that in order to question whether you're in whether you need liberation today or not, I'm going to ask you some questions. These are really good questions. You know, it's not it's not actually the ans the answers are never important. I have got pretty much nothing but questions and stories, but I've noticed that it's enough. So the these questions you don't need to answer these. I want you to just feel them. You know how they talk about you feel something, F-I-E-L-D. I want you to feel these, and I want you to feel these, F-E-E-L. In the absence of a body right now, and these bodies, I mean, they're trust me, they're temporary. I've seen this one disappear, and it's, 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 quite, <laughs> it's quite an event when it happens for the character. See, I just thought, man, I'm just, <laughs> this is something. Where'd my body go? 
But it wasn't my body to go. It wasn't my body to disappear because it wasn't my body that was there. It was a body. It was a unit on the relative plane. I get all that. There's a unit here. There's a unit there. This, that's the game we're playing here. Is that they're, they're units and they're talking together and one of them's pretending to be liberated and the other one's pretending to be free and, and, and all this stuff. But I'd like to help liberate you from the idea today, right now, why wait? That you're that body. There is a case actually for faith in non-duality. We just hate to talk about it. But some of our very best teachers do talk about it. Like Nizagadatta Maharaj, Ramana Maharshi, These were not pie-in-the-sky guys. These were not preachers trying to round you up to get some extra cheese for the gym we want to build to attract youth. <laughs> These are about as authentic as it gets, but Nizagadatta always reported that he, they would ask him, but how did you become liberated? He said, well, I went to see my guru. He told me the truth. I believed him. I spent time on what he told me, and in Less and the way he would always say it is that in less than three years, that was I, I realized. That's what he put. It, he would say, "I realized." So, what you could do—I mean, this would just be drastic as hell. But if it would help, I'm not asking that you do so because I really don't care. <laughs> I mean, I care a little, or I wouldn't be doing this. But well, actually, I'd be doing it anyway. I just wouldn't care. In other words. This body does what it does because it can't do anything else. But it feels, you know, but I, but, 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 but I do care a little about whether somebody gets this thing or not. I mean, I shouldn't. I'm just not that awake. <laughs> I actually care that, that this reaches home, but I don't care much. I'm not married to the idea. If I, if I cut this video and nobody ever anywhere understands it, that's okay because it's not my job for you for, for, for you to understand it. It's my job to cut it, and it's your job to understand it if you're supposed to. When I say you, who am I talking about? Because I'm not talking about that body. The faith part that I was going to say is you could just take my word on it. You actually could. You could use me as your guru, just like Nizargadatta used his. We don't actually have to go to India in order for me to be a truthful guru to you. I don't have to put on robes. You don't have to bring me gifts. It's quite fine if you do. It's quite fine if you don't. It's quite fine if you come. It's quite fine if you don't. But you don't, we don't have to do anything exotic. That's the idea of, oh, Nizargadatta and his guru. That was the time. That was the era. And India, that was the place. And then there was Nizargadatta's exotic little apartment in a slum <laughs> that's where that's that was the time that was the place he was the guy if only I this is the time and the place for you if you choose it really is now that choosing is not the character's choice it's just language it's your choice. You're not 
the character. You're not, in other words, the Bob or the Sue who's listening to that, you're not that. You really are not, I promise. I would tell you if you were, and you're not. <laughs> and you're not that body. You really are not. You're not that body. You see, you and I are the same. We, these units show up differently, but you and I, there's only one I. We are the very same. That which is looking out of my eyes and speaking through this, or through these eyes and through this mouth is the very same thing that's hearing this with the ears over there and watching this with this, those eyes over there. It's exactly the same consciousness. It's exactly the same awareness. It's exactly the same thing. Shows up differently, thank goodness, keeps it interesting, doesn't it? But it's not different. So when I tell you that it's your choice, I'm using a capital Y. Your choice. Because it may feel to you like I'm speaking to an individual, but I can't speak to an individual because there is no individual. This is the truth. This is not just a spiritual saying. This is not a, oh, boy, how, how wise or confounding is that. This is actually the truth. See, your chief problem, actually, is that you think you're restricted to being just one of these when on this planet alone you've got 7.2 billion, billion of these. I mean, that's a lot of bodies. Why get attached to any one of them? <laughs> I mean, you know, this one's not much. I love it. It's what, it's, it's what, what the, the mind thinks about almost all the time. But it's inconsequential to me. I was here a long, long time, so to speak. I've been here forever. I, I can't not be. That's just the way it works. This body just drifted in one day, and one day it's going to drift out. In between, I'm, you know, it's just entertaining itself. It's just, and it's entertaining me. <laughs> but I'm not it. You're not that body. So what if I was telling you the truth right now? What if this wasn't some kind of con job? What if I wasn't a rascal or, or something? What if I was just absolutely telling you the truth? What if I was actually an enlightened guru or an enlightened person, an enlightened being, if you whatever you want to call it? What if I actually knew truth? And what if I was actually telling you the truth right now? I really, if you look at it, I have no reason not to. But just pretend for a minute, if I was telling you the truth, that you are not that body. Wow. If that's true, and it is, in the absence of that body, who are you right now? In the absence of that body, who are you right now? You don't need to answer that. Just feel it and feel it.
because in the absence of this body right now, what I'd have to tell you is that I'm not this body, I, I'm actually no body, but for the sake of, again, skillfulness, but not truth, let's just, let me claim a different body. Let me claim space as my body. And why don't you do the same? Just pretend I'm telling you the truth. What if space is your body? What if what's hearing this right now is space and not that body? I mean, not that the body's not being used as a tool, but it's just being used as a listening device for the space that's within it, around it, behind it, above it, all of that. See, if, this, if my body was actually space, do you notice that everything would be occurring inside of me? Now, we say inside of me, but if, if space was my body, which let's pretend it is, could we actually find an outside to it? I mean, I say that everything's occurring inside of me, but not, that, that's, see there again, it's, it's not unskillful, but it's not 100% true, because what does inside mean if there's just one thing? Because hmm? see, what we do is we just, you know, we think, well, there's just one thing going on, and then there's a, like a boundary around it. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you're boundless? See, if you're the space, can you find a boundary? Actually, look right now, check. Just pretend if you were the space right now, where would your boundary be? How many, and first off, right now, count them off. How many of there would be, how many of, of you would there be? If I'm, 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 I'm going to say that I am the spice and I count me off and I say one and see there's not another guy in line there's no one to say two you know how in the military they go one two three four five six seven something like that but there's no one here to say two and I say one <laughs> and that's the end of the count see that's what one means that's what one means. He holds up two fingers and says, "That's what one means." If that isn't, if that isn't spiritual trickery, I don't know what is. So there's just one thing. See, and you're it. But I don't. I'm not referring to that body. That body's just like a ticket to the dance. Yeah, it's a sensing device that you use. See, this is a this this is a drinking device that the body uses. But the body never thinks, oh, God Almighty, I am this can, right? It just doesn't. It's, but it's, it's a, because it's a device that I use to bring fluids into the body. This is a sensing unit to bring senses into the space. Not that there's anything but space, but it's playing like there is. So it wants to know what's going on in its dream. This is the sensing device. This is the this this is the avatar in the in the in in the computer game. This is the avatar in the in the game. This is and you know the cool thing is that we I mean we you've actually got seven point two billion of them. So now, which one are you going to control with your joystick? <laughs> Let me tell you something. You're not going to control any of them. See, that's the thing is you think you've got the joystick to this thing, but you don't. Your buttons don't work. You may have a joystick, but it doesn't operate this. And neither do the buttons. 
See, sometimes you're gee, and the character moves a certain way on the screen, and you say, oh, I got it. <laughs> I did it. I did that. But that's not true. It doesn't. It just does what it does, and then you come behind it and claim to have done what it did. But there's no doer. There's no doer. There's no doer anywhere. I don't mean that, oh, there's, I, I've read the individual and not the doer. It's all God. I'm telling you, there's no doer, period. That's what I'm saying. Is all of this is arising spontaneously. It is. It is as it is. It cannot be another way. Life cannot. There is no alternative to life ever. There's just this. In the absence of that body, what are you? In the absence of memory, what are you? See, we just we have we, we use memory. It's just one thing stacked on top of another, and it and it gives rise to the fact that there's a, that there's continuity here. If you look at the difference between a night dream and a daydream, what do you notice? Is that what I notice is that night dreams are shorter, <laughs> and there's no sense of continuity. In a daydream, it's a little longer, and there's a sense of continuity. But a sense of something is not the same thing as the truth of something. Where does this continuity, the sense of continuity, arise? It arises in the memory. Rises in memory. If I take away the memory. If the memory were just to disappear in the absence of your memory, forget about it. One of my clients just had a daughter that came down with amnesia and it's really done a lot to open me because I've really done a lot of thinking about it. And in the absence of memory, who are you right now? This poor woman was driving down the road, you know, everything just fine. All of a sudden she's confused. She doesn't know who she is or where she is. In the absence of your memory, in the absence, when I say it's your memory, it's not even yours, it's just memory. In the absence of memory, who are you right now? You don't have to answer this. Just feel it. Let it hit home. In the absence of resistance, who are you right now? In the absence of resistance, is there a need for liberation? No. Are you actually it, it, so? So are you actually trapped? Are you actually caught? Are you? If you're not that body, if you're not memory, if you're not resistance right now, are you caught? Are you hung? Are you stuck? No. Do you even know what you are? No. Do you know that you are? Absolutely. That's the one thing all of us can answer, isn't it? We can all answer that affirmatively. I know that I am. Easiest way to say that is I am. Sometimes I, say, I am that or I am that I am. But you can just stop it with I am. All of us know that we are. We cannot say that we are not because something would have to be there to say you are not or I am not. I am. I can speak that as truthfully as anything in the world. Now, what I am, whoo, that's a whole different thing. But I can tell you what I'm not. I'm not that body. I'm not memory. I'm not resistance.
memory and resistance body what are they what's the offspring of that combination it's ego isn't it what if right now you were just to suspend ego what is your ego does it actually exist have you ever found it have you ever sat down and had a conversation with it do you know that it's real well, we talk about it all the time but do you know it's real how do you know it's real? Because you read Freud or your dad read Freud and passed it down or your teacher read Freud and told you, well, there's an ego and here's the way it works. I'm not trying to declare that psychology is bunk at all. I'm just saying, how about your ego? Do you know that it exists? Do you know that you're it? How do you know you're not just imagining the idea that there's an ego here that has resistance to this in the absence of an ego right now who are you You know, we're also afraid of letting go of our egos and, you know, or just, oh, I can't let go. I've got to hold on. What is that? What if you're not the ego to begin with? What are you hanging on to then? You're hanging on to your idea of an ego. And from that, you're going to need liberation. But not from ego, but from the, the idea. Same thing as with that body. We're so afraid to let go of our egos, let me ask you this, in the absence of fear, Who are you right now? In the absence of fear, who are you? We have all this fear because we're so afraid we're not going to be get our desires satisfied. Let me ask you this: In the absence of desire, who are you? Right now. We're drawn to or repelled from. In the absence of fear or desire, who are you? You can't tell me you don't exist. But is it actually your fear? Is it your desire? Or are these things that are just bubbles rising in the stream? That one's mine, that one's mine. As soon as I make it mine, it's true and important. In the absence of it being mine, it's just drifting in the stream. Harmlessly. Going to the top, popping. That's what bubbles do. But that egoic bubble that you're in, that, that bubble of self-reflection that you're in, you got to understand it's impenetrable from outside. I can't make anybody wake up. There's no one there for me to, no one here to make anyone there wake up, all of that. But on a slightly more re relevant level, let's just say that there's no way that I could, that if I were a spiritual, if I was a spiritual teacher, there's no way I can wake anybody up. Can't do it. it that, that, that bubble of self-reflection where I know that there's something beyond this, but I just, everywhere I look, I just see my own reflection right here. I see the unit. I see the character. I can't see beyond that. When I look out here, I see other. I see not me. In the absence of a not me. What are you right now?
in the absence of an other what are you right now we have this story of me and not me the story of other the story of, of self <coughs> and other and when I've got a story of self I need liberation from it because it's driving me crazy but I don't even know who it is that it's driving crazy because I can't find them either in the absence of a story who are you in the absence of a story who are you right now If the story of you was just a story, and the story of not you was just a story, you don't even have to get rid of the stories if you just didn't believe them for just a moment. If you didn't believe that you were the body that's listening to this and watching this, if you claimed space as your body instead, do you need liberation? from what do you if you claim space as your body do you need to search for oneness any longer does that even make sense to you who is it that would search for oneness liberation is a myth because bondage is a myth there's no bondage. There's only seeing that there is no bondage. That's what liberation is, is seeing that there was no bondage there to begin with. Whose bondage is it? The bondage belongs to the same one who wants to be liberated. Who is that? Can you find them? Can you actually locate them? I know you've heard stories and rumors about them, but can you actually locate them yourself? ask who is it that needs to be liberated in the absence of finding something concrete that needs to be liberated <clears throat> you might want to entertain the idea that oh my god I am this awake space and I don't need to be liberated in the absence of bondage there's no need for liberation they are mutually dependent arisings and they strip each other down to take one, one away and you take both away in the absence of liberation or bondage what are you right now.